0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Jeff Fennec, and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport.
1: Yes, good evening, and welcome to yet another edition of 365 Days of Sport, the greatest sports radio show on the planet. And I've got to say, a big shout out to Mr. Jeff Fennick, who introduced the show because he is right now currently undergoing life-saving heart surgery in Thailand, Rob. I had no idea about that. Didn't that's, you? That's the last thing I expected yeah, to Why has he gone
2: to Thailand? Well, that he was, we had a heart attack or something?
1: He was over there, yeah. Uh, he got an infected heart valve. Oh, that's vicious. Yeah, it is pretty mm-hmm. vicious. He was over there coaching some young boxers in a Thai camp mm-hmm. and, yeah, got ill. Wanted to keep training the Thai boxers and, uh, They basically urged him to go to hospital, get checked out, and uh, he's got this, uh, yeah, infected heart valve. So they reckon the surgery could take up to six hours. Basically, life-saving surgery. This is happening as we speak. As we speak, Robert. Oh, gosh, I hope Jeff comes through all right. Yeah, he's a big fan of yours in
2: the ring. Remember, Rob? Yeah, well, I uh, wouldn't say that's quite true. When you lose, you're still a winner. Right, that's That's right. from the
1: horse's mouth, you remember that?
2: I remember. Well, anyway, look, Beefy's come back from a, a weekend in Brisbane, Queensland, and he's in a bright bright, bright, the most bright orange shirt I've ever seen, actually, from our really? great sponsors, Masita, there. Glad Obviously, you... originally a Dutch soccer label, so they, yeah. orange is prominent in their colour wheel. Uh, Very the, prominent. Yeah, so uh, he's really trying to turn on the sun down here in Melbourne, which was uh, was here on the weekend. Was it? But uh, it's packed it in disastrously Well, today. I think it was... Uh, Horrible
1: day. How hot was it in Queensland today? It was quite hot today. Right. 30-odd.
2: Well, anyway, some Muppet on the way here has managed to get T-boned by <laughs> the a tram. tram. <laughs> I did see that. How do you manage that? I was thinking
1: exactly the same thing when I drove past that.
2: You there. know, I one or two. either he just panicked or something and somehow just veered up over the... You know, he's got this little yellow yeah. half bump and he just got on the wrong side of it and it flung him on in front of it. Or he just hasn't even looked and gone to U-turn. I'm going option two. How Uh, stupid would you have to... I mean, if you're going to U-turn over the tram tracks, there's only one thing that can possibly hit you. (laughs) It's very easy to see if there's a tram coming. The big 30-ton tram. What a moron.
1: Yeah, I I seem to think that uh, he just turned right without looking. And... Crap's just panicked, hit the brakes on the tram. Obviously, that's not going to stop too quickly. Nah. And bang! And, yeah, there was a bit of a queue on uh, Nepean Highway. People having a good look. But the worst thing is, obviously, that's hit him right in the driver's door. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's okay. Life goes
2: on. Well, let's hope so it? for that fellow. so. We'll yeah. wait, wait and see. Uh,
1: Wanaka snowboarder appeals drink-driving conviction in high court, Rob. Yep. An elite Wanaka snowboarder has appealed for a dismissal elite. of his drink-driving conviction Now, why do you think he's appealing his drink-driving conviction, considering he is only 19?
2: Um, I reckon he was on a he was on a bicycle.
1: No no no, why do you think he wants to appeal
2: his conviction? Because he wants a clean record. It's BP. gonna impede
1: his career as a potential Olympic snowboarder. Yeah, well it would. You you, you
2: wouldn't be able to go to America, would you? Or, on a drink driving charge, of course you can. Of course you can. Well then what's Just it gonna drink do? Driving. Then what's it gonna what what way is it gonna impede him? Well this is what I'm getting at right. Oh he can't drive to the training. Yeah. That's can't, it. Can't do anything. Or well, yeah. someone can give him a lift, get an Uber. I like it right. I like it. Yeah.
1: Ola. Uberpool, I tell you what. Uberpool to get him up the mountain. I, I got from
2: Alwood to Northkit for 12 bucks. That's, that's a bargain.
1: I'd go twice. Yeah. Just to embrace the progressiveness of Uberpool. It's a it's a togetherness. It is. It's it inclusiveness. Is. Anyway, so uh, Thompson, this Ronan Thompson was caught doing he was basically on a provisional license as well. Well, his first problem is his name's Ronan. Ronan. He's got his Ronan Samuel Turner Thompson. Mm. That sounds a bit posh, doesn't it, for a
2: snowboarder? Four names. Nothing wrong with that, Rob. Bit over the top. Yeah.
1: Um, High court appeal for a discharge without conviction began in August, resumed before Justice Helen Cole. What a name for a judge. So, uh, Thompson was driving two passengers in Wanaka on his restricted licence. And then the Crown Prosecutor, Sarah McKenzie, said the offending was so serious, Thompson blew a high alcohol reading, was driving at the time of night his licence didn't allow, and he was carrying passengers when he was not allowed. He was also driving erratically. And he also ran off
2: after the breath test. That's a series of blunders. It is a series of blunders. That's not the way in which an international athlete... Yeah, a potential Olympic medalist for New Zealand. and Well, they're role models in society, aren't they? They are. As I've always said on this show, I've never said the opposite. I've never said do what you want, and (laughs) you...
1: <laughs> um, well, you can tell the tourist same tragic story of Tom Maynard, Matthew Maynard's son, that uh, parked up and ran away from a breath test, and he got hit by a train.
2: What? Where do these stories? Why do you tell these oh, stories no, on sorry, air no, when just... like bad stuff yeah, happens? No, it is bad stuff. I was supposed to be light-hearted. <laughs> yeah, sorry It's about like that. a friend of mine the other day got up doing stand-up, and she starts off telling people that she tried to kill herself.
1: Oh, that's a good start. And it
2: wasn't a joke
1: did she do it uh, no, That's no. that is a joke obviously yeah. gosh um, basically this guy's come and said he goes I've got competitions training camps in Canada next year and entering the country would be particularly difficult so I want my conviction quashed okay he's quash, a quash. he's a free rider we went to see that in the X Games uh, in... which one was that I can't remember I all the different crap yeah. God, it
2: was so cold yeah. I remember, remember the X Games I had to go and sleep in the car you did the jet lag just soft. the jet lag just soft. kicked in here you go Rob There's a great story out of, uh, we're at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh! You remember that? Pittsburgh, we did the big Pittsburgh yell. Did we? Well, on the gambling special, uh, oh, okay, Pittsburgh part two. I think it was the second one where we uh, failed and didn't yeah. win any money, and that trotter called Pittsburgh one because we were trying to decide between that and one other, right. and we went in the other one. Ah, oh, bugger! And then we did. Oh, so who won? And then we we're like Pittsburgh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go.
1: This is show one hundred and thirty-three. So I struggled to remember everything show, that's that was gone about before probably it. twenty-one or something. One hundred and thirty-three is that a prime number, Rob? Ah. Uh, is that a Sophia y- yes German? It is. 266, uh, 266 plus 1, 267. Oh, I wonder if that's a Sof- Sophie German. Jermaine prime number Sophie as well. Jermaine. Yeah. Jermaine Greer. Okay. Anyway, a Pittsburgh area couple found out what happened to all those walnuts that had fallen from their tree and then... All
2: those walnuts. All them walnuts. Yeah. And then disappeared, Rob. The walnuts fell from the tree and they disappeared. Yeah. All of them. And the couple wondered where they had all gone. Where's all the
0: walnuts gone? It it
2: sounds like a start of some sort of kid's song. Where's all them walnuts gone? Where did all the walnuts go? (laughs) Where did they? I just don't know. I like it. Keep going. Where did all those walnuts go? Let's go and tow a trailer down the road So we can find those goddamn walnuts Walnuts so, something O sounding. I ran. I'm not a good at rhyming. Oh, okay. I'm not quite Eminem yet. Oh, good. I'll work on it. All right. Well, it's good melody though. It's good sort of. I liked it. Yeah, it was a good pretty changer. cool. Got, um, because like the ascending melody. When I read you the rest part. of the story, yeah. I
1: reckon you could actually make a Wiggles-style song out okay. of this because yeah. Yeah. Didn't it bring turns. Guitar. It turns out squirrels decided to store all of the nuts in the hood that in the engine compartment. Yeah. Of the SUV. Chip and Dale. So, Chip and Dale, yeah. Um, no, they were raccoons, were they? Chipmunks. What were they? Chipmunks. They weren't squirrels. What's the difference? Lots.
2: What? Between a <laughs> chipmunk and a squirrel? Uh,
1: They're probably the same family, but squirrels are kind of red or grey, and chipmunks got s- s- motley sk- uh, fur. Mo- what's motley? You know, it's Mot- kind of... Motley
2: crew. Yeah, it's got what, Tommy uh, Lee nah, fur. No, but there's got to be some sort of more phys- in the teeth or something, or there's sort of... Tinnancies. Possibly. <laughs> Look, am I a botanist? Why? Just am I asking questions? <laughs> Obviously, what? A botanist? Rob, you mean a zoologist? Or a botanist? Uh, what do the botanists do? Botanist does like planting stuff in the ground well have you seen The Martian with Matt Damon you're talking he, to me Rob I like <laughs> Rob he was a botanist Rob. he was great at growing things Rob he knew you understand agriculture you're an agricultural master if you're a botanist I just said am I a botanist <laughs> It had no relation to this story. Exactly. That's why I'm pulling you up. Because why did why did you ask? Am I a botanist? I, oh, no. I, I, did, I nothing about what I said questions you on whether you were great with uh, your agricultural skills. Excelled. Oh, I love plants, Rob. I love plants. Well, I don't think you do. <laughs> So your squirrels oh. have been hiding walnuts in an SUV. Back
1: to the point. Yeah. Uh, they've stored enough of them for the next like three winters. A botanist. Chris Perchich uh, told K- KDKA. Pittsburgh, Care. that his wife Holly called from the Northland Library and said that the car smelled like it was burning and it was making a weird sound. I told her to pop the hood, Persich says. More than 200 walnuts and grass piled up under the hood of the Kia. That wasn't all. The Franklin Park couple took the SUV to a shop and the shop reportedly found another half a trash can worth of walnuts under the engine. Mm. Other than that, they didn't really do any extensive damage. Persich said he was actually at a dealership on McKnight Road because his new truck started to shake when accelerating and the check engine light was on. Turns out my truck may have had a squirrel chew through or pull the fuel injector hose out. Wow. The couple says they had someone come out this weekend to give them a quote on removing the walnut tree.
2: Funny thing is... Why? Well, with the walnuts do some good stuff. Like, yeah, Obviously
1: ma- just the squirrel attraction is overwhelming, is exactly it? Exactly right. Yeah. Funny thing is... I was thinking that for how massive the tree is and how many walnuts have fallen and how many
2: dents our vehicles have received,
1: there really aren't that many on the ground. Mm-hmm.
2: So they didn't realise. Well, the growth of the tree, if you wanted to know more about that, then you would possibly contact a botanist. But yeah. um, there's, the problem with the squirrels is definitely more of a, a zoologist problem. Yeah, well, it is in this case. Although... Really, I think the problem is they need an arborist. As well. That's that's a uh, it's a triple whammy. This does, one does Arbury come and under even an anthropologist me? who could uh, pos- archaeologist a clim- climatologist definitely a climatologist get that Greta Thunberg up there. Maybe she knows what's going on. Is she the youngest looking sixteen year old you've ever seen in your life? No, nah, that's about they just as you get older they look younger. You know. Oh really? Is so when my, our my... age, So if you see a twenty year old now, you go, man, that twenty year old looks twelve. Right, oh, they're, they're twenty. Okay, so yeah, obviously my problem issues. Chipmunks
1: are small mammals with distinct stripes. While the tree squirrel is larger and doesn't have stripes,
2: yeah, does that tell you that is what it is? Because if you think of Chippendale, they yeah. have got those stripy tails. Yeah, what well, I said, like that, a uh,
1: skunk, motley skin. That's uh, fur. So I motley. said motley, motley, means... motley, mottled. I thought they had little spots that, and things. On. Oh, is that what motley means? The ground squirrel I does thought motley. Just meant shambolic. That's motley, motley. It's different, Rob. How do you spell it? M O T L E Y. Where's motley, whereas M O T T L E Y, motley, as opposed to motley. M-O-T-L-E-Y. 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 M-O-T-L-E-Y yeah motley, anyway. Oh, right. I Do think in s- Australia they call it Brindle, don't they? Brindley They're that kind of motley color. okay? Uh, the Grand squirrel actually has then they body start sp- sing
2: Dr Feelgood. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get through it eventually, oh, baby. I believe in you. The Grand you squirrel get- Rob. <laughs> I promise I won't interrupt again. As body stripes, like chipmunks, but
1: no head stripes. Tree squirrels larger, has a longer tail, no stripes. They have all got short fur and small rounded ears. So they're probably the same bloody thing. They've just got different
2: colours. They had to be close cousins.
1: I wouldn't make such a, a ridiculous bigger.
2: confusion as someone who might get confused between a botanist and a zoologist. <laughs> Am I a botanist, Rob? That's what I said. That's all I said. Am I a botanist? When had I ever made any accusation or even any line of questioning as to whether you may have been a botanist to provoke you to all of a sudden sort of relinquish some kind of... I just threw it out there. Some kind of defensive, am I, rhetoric question. (laughs) (laughs) I just threw it out there, Rob. That's all I did. Just threw it out there. (laughs) Well, let's uh, move
1: on. Should we check out the Limerick Leader and see if they've got anything? Yeah, yeah, to check out, check out
2: to the Limerick Leader. See if they're a little more clued on this week. Uh, what uh, what we'll see if they're still predicting the World Cup uh, to a T. So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear of Because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talent Worst song in the world is what? Well, it's a
1: whole number of things. It can mm. be. It a, has changed. It's morphed. It's morphed. Basically. It's just we, become more progressive. Embrace the progressiveness uh, yeah. as we've gone on. So, worst song in the world, sports-related. Yep. Can be a sports star trying to be a a singer. Can be a club or a team trying to release a single for charity. Yep. Could be a song about a sport. We've mm-hmm. had that. We've had the grand song. We've had the um the water polo songs. One of the,
2: one of our favourites. Often a result of great marketing campaigns. Great marketing campaigns indeed. Yep. But what do they? Those three different options have one thing in common to qualify for worst song in the world. Uh, it's just got to be bad. Yeah generally or be bad. the aim is to be good but it has turned out bad sometimes it's intentional comedy and it is comedic and it delivers other times it tries to be comedic and it doesn't deliver no. and th- it's really just lame and, other and then times, other times it's purely accidental comedy yes they didn't mean it to be they meant it to be serious and then it was yeah. actually a disaster other times it's australian yes which is another kettle of fish Definitely. generally this got is a own, recipe for disaster got in it's, its, own, its own, own genre that one yeah
1: this one you hit the nail on the head with your first description actually this is a
2: song about a sports star that is comedic a song about a sports star that is intentionally trying to be comedic yes but well that's definitely not going to work because that they could only do it by accident for example where will we be without ab yeah not supposed to be funny but the funniest thing i've ever heard (laughs) one one of my probably in my top three (laughs) Well, this one is... So this is more on the lines of the, barmy ar- the Barbie army. Oh, it's a bit better than that. Okay. This one, um, it's
1: genuinely a complete piss take. Okay. It is by a band called Goldfinger, who did Gold a great... Goldfinger! They did a cover of Nina's 99 Luftballons in a punk ska style. Right. And uh, when I saw this, I thought, oh, let's have a listen to that. And I genuinely laughed. Oh. All right. Well, let's see. <laughs>
0: The only man I'd have sex with, Wayne Gretzky Mm. I'd be intimate with, Wayne Gretzky I think he's kind of sexy, Wayne Gretzky I wonder what he looks like naked, oh wonder what it would be like To have sex with the great one I oh, wonder what it would be like To have sex with the least leading scorer Wayne Gretzky I know he's a married man But maybe He'd be attracted to me Darren Pfeiffer Stupid American boy Wayne Gretzky Very handsome Canadian man I wonder what it would be like To have sex with the great one I wonder what it would be like To have sex with the least leading scorer Wayne Gretzky I love you Wayne Gretzky
2: Short and sweet. That was all right. I he's Australian. Wayne Gretzky? No, I know Wayne Gretzky's not Australian. Goldfinger? What? That, that guy who's singing? No. He sounded John, like Canadian. John Feldman, he's from...
1: Uh... You said he was Australian.
2: No, I didn't. You gave me the impression he was Australian. <sighs> I can't Well, do Wayne Gretzky's an ice hockey player. He is. And that was... Um, He sound, He did kind of a Neil Young thing. That bit of the start... Now, because you're, you're the musician of the yeah. F2, I'm just the
1: buff. What's the start of this song? <laughs>
2: Well, What's that? Super, really, really. <laughs> well, I've been son of down, de, donk, oh, and a and I'm dancing about it is. now. Yeah. Every rose this has its, its own. <laughs> Too pretty. Uh, uh, come on, yeah. sing this. That's Bret Michaels. Shawn Michaels.
1: Is Bret. Bret. Bret Shawn Michaels, the wrestler. Well, he should do that. That would be funny.
2: Yeah. Shawn Michaels. They were the um, what were they called the what, Heartbreak the rock- Kids. The rockers.
1: Oh, were they the Rockers? Weren't they the Heartbreak Kids? Shawn Michaels.
2: I can't remember now. I, I thought see, he was um, one of the Rockers. Saw
1: Tyson Fury was at the uh, WWE this week trying My to bet. invade the ring in the middle of the Royal Rumble. Oh, did he start singing again? Uh, he might have done. Anyway, that's Goldfinger. Um, good, well, good I, I, I like that it was yeah, funny.
2: I think we should find more of that you, you, you threw me off by saying I was Australian I never said he was Australian That's
1: I said, why I was, I was saying oh, this is going to be terrible said, And there's our own genre When we were going through the genres of sports yeah, songs, yeah, I yeah. Said, And comedic there's the Australian. I'm going to have to hear the,
2: the tape back To see why oh, I was yeah. led to believe that this was Australian I probably led you up that wrong garden path Fing Me down to the dark Evil ways. Did I see Hey this is Toddy Goldsmith and you're listening to 365 Days of
1: a man has been given a community sentence after farting in the general direction of police during a strip search. So you got eating horse followed by breaking of wind. A judge let rip. At Stuart Cook, 28, when he appeared in court for drugs offences after he was stopped by police. Officers got wind that something was amiss when they saw him at the side of the road following a crash in Aberdeen. As they approached, their nostrils were filled with a strong whiff of cannabis, so they took him into custody. Feeling that he had been dealt a... Bum deal. Cook became irate as he was handcuffed and started shouting at police. He continued to vent on his way to Kitty Brewster Police Station. What a nice name for a police station, Kitty Brewster! Screaming explicit expletives and puffing out his chest towards officers at the station. He was strip searched and asked to bend over. That's when he deliberately broke wind, saying to officers, "How'd you like that, then?" <laughs> Cook from Aberdeenshire had previously admitted to possession of cannabis and to behaving in a threatening or abusive manner mm-hmm. by shouting and screaming aggressively, displaying aggressive body language, making a lewd remark towards police, and in- intentionally flatulating in the direction <laughs> of a police officer. <laughs>
2: can 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 you be arrested for breaking wind in the direction? Intentionally flatulating in the yeah. direction of a police officer? Yeah. I, it's obviously a Scottish law. Is it the same as uh, what police obstruction could be. Yeah. Could be. Could be obstructive. I uh, remember a friend of mine once copped to hiding for excessive farting. Excessive farting? his mother, yeah, oh. she oh. works with a wooden spoon. Nice. He probably couldn't help it. He, he might thought, have had a... I think he didn't stop laughing the whole time. Uh, <laughs> he could <laughs> have
1: had intestinal
2: issues. He probably needed to be taken I, to hospital. I think he tried to make that case. Instead of being slapped yeah, around it, with it, a it, wooden it, spoon. In his defence, he, he tried to make that <laughs> claim as he was being belted by the wooden oh, spoon. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs>
1: Um, Sheriff Ian Wallace ordered Cook to carry out 75 hours of unpaid work to uh, basically make up for the farting in the general direction of um, the police officer. Mm. Sorry, did he go to jail? No, 75 hours of unpaid work. Oh, sorry, I missed that part. I just said that just about it, 10 yeah, seconds ago. I thought so, yeah. I, just, I drifted off. I went yeah, to my own world.
2: You did? Uh, 75 hours, uh, two weeks, so that's... Two weeks work for nothing, just for guffing. Interesting. But then what about the drugs? Don't worry about that. Did you mention that? Yeah. Apparently, he was smoking a joint when they arrested him so that that fell by the wayside Scotland, all of a sudden that wasn't so
1: important anymore
2: Scotland mate he lived in Aberdeen don't worry about it after the excessive flatulence yeah that all of a sudden totally overwhelmed the <laughs> don't uh, worry the, about the drugs the, the previous he in my <laughs> general direction <laughs> the, the mis- misdemeanor <laughs> changed ends hey I'm gonna do this You take a bat, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life, the facts of life. There's a time you got to go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life, the facts of life. When the world
0: never sees...
1: We haven't done this for a while, but this headline grabbed me. Mr. Pickleball takes his sport to parks and prisons. Says finance guru Roger Belair never intended to spend time behind bars... And addiction of sorts landed him in jails nationwide. It stems from pickleball, his sport of choice. He basically takes pickleball to prisoners. Bel 72, a regular on the court, said uh, in Edmonds, uh, which is Chicago, got the idea in 2017. We're watching a 60-minute 60 min- 60 segment about Chicago's crime issues. I thought to myself, pickleball is such a great sport. Here would be an opportunity that guys could get exercise and life skills like learning from mistakes and thinking about consequences.
2: Pickleball, Rob, talk us through. What- How did it work out for him? Did it change the world? Uh, I don't reckon it was going to do bollocks. <laughs> Pickleball was basically like a mini tennis, but with like a plastic... Pad of tennis, but it's kind of hollowish type. of you know, A plastic ball, but and kind of a plastic bat, basically. Yeah, no, a wooden bat. It's got, wooden? Actually, nah, they can it's... use a plastic bat. Yeah, they use yeah. Wooden... No, they use those wooden and paddles, didn't they? It's like a mini court, yeah, and it's for old people it and is nudists, for old people. and apparently now prisoners. Mm-hmm. so it's a strange group of people. I love the way you
1: touched on the fact that mm. it is the preferred sport of nudists. Uh
2: I, I just thought, uh, why well, playing sport nudists? Does not make any sense to me? <laughs> Because, I mean, that's surely, when you've got things to do, physical activities like that where you're in competitive, a competitive environment, you yeah. need to be compact. Mm. You don't need things flang all over the place.
1: Well, the other thing is, I can just read you, Roger, Roger Belair says, as soon as they stepped on the court, they loved it, after they get out on the court, all you think about is hitting this ball over the net. One of the inmates said to me, Roger, look out of that court. You have guys playing together, laughing together. At one time... <laughs> <they> w- <laughs> laughing. Laughing. At one time, they weren't even tied to each other. After the games, oh. I said, Group hug. Some were in opposite gangs. Right. I reckon that's what they do the nudists. Group hug after the games. Is that what you hope they do? Is that what you're visualizing? I've, I've seen the late people that play pickleball. Rob, me and you. Where were we? Phoenix, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Went to that massive pickleball tournament. Yeah, but there was just old people. There was just old people. It
2: wasn't, it was clothed. It definitely was close. We didn't go to a nudist pickleball game. Although, who knows what you really wanted. Who knows?
1: Bel Air says, Pickleball is easier on the joints than tennis. It's very popular with people over 50. Yesterday, I played with a 90-year-old. And then we played pickleball. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. That's a joke. That's... It may not be. Who knows? I think you added that in. It's a, it's a very long story. Anyway, Pickleball. They're taking
2: Pickleball to the masses. Well, so I, I'm not. I mean I, I mean, I see, I think Do you? that the de-clothed Pickleballers, that could be offensive to some people. Because uh, everyone's offended, as I keep saying. Do you want to hear some of the latest things that people are offended by? Yeah, go on. We might as well. Lovable cartoon rogue Dennis the Menace Oh yeah. has been given the politically correct makeover BBC Chiefs decided to take away his edge in the remake and gone are his bombs catapult water pistol and pea shooter and in their place a simple boyish grin oh dennis the menace they don't want him having weapons of mass destruction such as a catapult he was, and a pea shoe. He
1: was in the Beano,
2: old Dennis the Menace. He doesn't sound very menacing without his yeah. uh, other bits and pieces. No. Nope, uh, he just doesn't. sounds like Dennis. Essentially. And Dennis isn't a great name at the best of times. True. If, if you just call Dennis. Give me You give me your. When you imagine a Dennis, what does he look like? Just any old Dennis. Yeah, a bit of a old boy, probably a bit overweight. Spectacled. Be
1: spectacled, yes. Yeah, that's
2: the first thing I think of. Yeah. Spectacles. Hmm. Like a nerd. Yeah,
1: Dennis Taylor,
2: the old. Snicker player with his upside down spectacles. Yeah. And and socially awkward. Not particularly menacing. <laughs> That's True. why you need to have the catapult and all that stuff. Yeah. A school in Seattle renamed its Easter eggs Spring Spheres to avoid causing the offense to people who did not celebrate Easter. Wow. God, really? Spring, Spring spheres—that spheres. just rolls off the tongue. But you start asking, "What's the point?" Yeah, it is. I mean, Easter. what's the point anyway? Fair enough. What in Easter? Well, it comes—the cultural significance becomes totally extinct. Lost. What do they call hot cross buns? X-buns. Well, they call them... you just got
1: to turn them about 45 degrees and they become... Instead of hot cross buns, they're X-buns. Mm.
2: Uh, extreme buns. Yeah,
1: oh, I like that. Well, like that. I'd buy them then. Extreme
2: buns! In 2007, Santa Clauses in Sydney, Australia, were banned from saying ho-ho-ho. Their employer, the recruitment firm Westuff, oh, uh that employs hundreds of Santas across Australia, allegedly told all trainees that ho-ho-ho could frighten children and... And be derogatory to women. Why? Because ho-ho-ho is too close to the American uh, really? slang for prostitutes. Really?
1: That's horrendous.
2: What that, idiot yeah. can come up with that? That's what we're dealing with. It's not even... No one would even think that for a minute. Yeah. Only because they've gone and changed it. Mm. People now make that connection. Yeah. Keep going. You Where's want you need know, do some more? Yeah, might as well. Oh, I can find some more for sure. Um, some US schools now have a holiday tree oh, every yeah. Christmas yeah. rather than a Christmas tree. Yeah. How about that? Ugh. Hang on, excuse me. Oh. <coughs> oh, a bit of a frog in the throat. Is that offensive to frogs? <clears throat> what? Well, you haven't really
1: got a frog in your throat, have you? Um, it's offensive.
2: Well, it depends of how to frog lovers. Because frogs themselves don't have the brain capacity to understand anything. <laughs> You don't Um, know that. Yes, I do know that. (laughs) Are you a botanist? (laughs) I'm intelligent enough to know that being a botanist would not be relevant to the well-being of frogs. Yeah. Okay. That alone. Keep going, Rob. A UK UK recruiter was stunned when her job advert for reliable and hard-working applicants was rejected by the job centre as it could be offensive to unreliable and lazy people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. (laughs) That is horrendous. Rather than be offended by the concepts of being unreliable and lazy, they want to allow for it, condone it. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's that's one of the best things I've ever heard. (laughs) Um, It's almost like that headline where uh, hospitals struggling to function resort to hiring doctors. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the BBC has dropped the use of the terms uh, before Christ, BC, and oh. Anno Domini, AD, for the same things as Spring fears, Spheres. Uh. Throughout several US councils and organisations, any terms using the word man as a prefix or suffix have been ruled out as not being politically correct. Manhole is now <laughs> referred to as utility or maintenance hole.
1: Access covers. They're not manholes. They're access covers, Rob. Even mm. I know
2: that. Okay. And that's basically, that's all i got for you, oh, okay. on this for. Regard. Manhole access cover. How dare you say How that? You use
1: a manhole anymore.
2: Remember what these movements, these social movements, what they're about when they started out—like actual proper, yeah, problems, crusades, a- actual, actual, real problems where people were actually suffering. Now it's just people being a pain in the ass. <laughs> Shut up, you petty twat. Do you know, I actually went to school with a guy. He didn't invent the manhole
1: or access cover, Hmm. but he invented the tool to lift manhole covers off. Handy tool. Handy tool. Made millions. Was it called the manhole opener? Um, I don't know what it was called. The manhole key. The key to my manhole. Pretty soon, men aren't going to be allowed to be called men. They're not.
2: Because it'll be some non-gender binary well, that's, thing. We'll
1: all be ones and Os and dashes yep. before long. X, Y, Zs. Yep. I think that's probably what we will be. We'll be we'll be X, the females will be Ys, and then the others will be Zs.
2: Right. Probably a good system, there. Good thinking, Beefy. Run that one by the government. <laughs> I will. Um, I, I won't support you. Rob? Yeah. Do you want to be a champion of the world? He-
1: Heading to Southwark, Northamptonshire. This Sunday, Rob, mm-hmm. it's the World Conker Championships. Conker? Yeah. That's those things of course, like... Um, chestnuts, big brown yeah, nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You basically yeah. drill a hole in, put a bootlace through it, and you try and smash the other conker off people's lace. Off the lace. It's like egg jar So bin, you got to break it. you got to break the conkers, yeah. It would be hard to actually hit it, wouldn't it? Nah. Nah. Yes, yeah, great game. Conkers. It got banned in a lot of schools because of OH&S. Oh, yeah. They, they started making kids wear gold. Goggles. What? Yeah, I know.
2: Exactly. God's sake.
1: So, yeah, World Conquer Championships. It's a big one. It is a big one.
2: What sort of uh, festivities do you see surrounding
1: that event? I can actually tell you. There's yep. pub games. You'll be all over that. There's stalls, the Palmerston Arms ukulele band. Oh, great yeah. band, then. You'll love that, yeah, ukulele yeah. bands. Yeah. Uh, there's a guide dogs demonstration. Local real ales, lagers, wines, soft drinks, and food. Uh, the, oh, Rob The yep. Peterborough Morris Men The Morris Dancers are in town Morris Dancers We saw that at the Greyhound And the Marbles Didn't we the old Morris Dancing Yep um, Really Yeah we did I don't remember Morris Dancers <laughs> Don't you remember just- Oh
2: yes I do remember now Yeah 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 That was great <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's uh, a pub game, Small English Civil War Living History Enactment. That's going to bring the punters in. Hey, why
2: do Morris dancers wear bells? So you can clear off, you can hear them coming. So the deaf can be annoyed by them as well. Ah, The deaf? The blind. Got it wrong. It's the blind. It doesn't make any sense at all. So the blind can be annoyed by them as well. Oh, the blind. Yeah, right. I said the wrong one. You did.
1: Anyway, it is the World Championships. uh, In turn, it says, uh, A distance of no... So the congers are supplied by the Ashton Conger Club. So you can't bring your own conquer in because you used to bake them or vinegar. Put them in vinegar to harden them up. See when you used to take them to school in, in the vinegar. old days. Yeah. Uh, game commenced with a toss of the coin. Winner of the toss may elect to strike or receive. Distance no less than eight inches. Must be between knuckle and nut. Uh, you get three strikes in turn. Each player takes three strikes. Used to be one for one in the old days. Uh, here you go. Each attempted strike must be clearly. So aimed. you
2: actually had a had a proper go at this. Conkers? Yeah. Was massive. <laughs>
1: Everyone played Conkers in my day. The game will be decided once one of the Conkers is smashed. If any Conker remains on a lace, it will be judged playworthy or not by the stewards. How uh, many whacks generally did Big Walnut last? Four or five, I reckon. Six, if you're lucky. Okay. Uh, if a game lasts more than five minutes, I don't know what games they, these guys are playing, then the five-minute rule will be applied. Each player will take up to nine further strikes of their opponent's nut, alternating with three strikes each. If neither Conker has been smashed at the end of the nine strikes, the player who strikes the nut the most times during this period Will be judged the winner straight knockout the winner of the whole tournament will be world conquer champion for 2019 Southwark in North Andreshire England this Sunday Robert who's got the filming rights to that one
2: yeah I think it's live right just live <laughs> just live just live as is Yeah, yeah well, what you see is what you get so Check if you it. don't get down there and watch you're not going to see anything it's at the surely Southwark. there's streaming it's at the
1: Shuckburg Arms in Southwark so is that a pub okay. yay what's coming up this weekend
2: Rob uh, I've got, th- got another 30th the same Another. one again yeah yeah What? yeah well, so the, tonight was the surprise party for immediate family and then um saturday is the all in all in hall right big big party dinner cool and so that's basically it and apart from that I'm going to try and do very little okay good work good so maybe i can get some of these things done yeah okay i'll see <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy when i see him uh <laughs>
1: yeah. obviously tomorrow night is wales-fiji big game massive game and then there's uh and sunday the return of the beef rob cricket season started oh right
2: oh. how come you didn't even talk about your X Throne up in brisbane that's another matter no, no. i'm gonna
1: go to action tomorrow night chat to the relevant authorities Oh. Make an dis- informed decision on why it's not corrupt, and then I'll tell you next week what it's all about. On what, You think their tournament up there is corrupt? Yeah. I think their interpretation of the rules of the sport is not in the spirit of the sport. Wow. Controversial, hey?
2: This is controversy.
1: Honestly, I am so annoyed with what went on on Sunday. I, I literally played my games yeah. when I was knocked out, just walked out, went, left. They're cheap. They basically, yeah, it's not good. I'll go into it so a bit when- When
2: they're judging, like, if you get a three or five or whatnot, they were judging it the wrong way. No. It's how they interpret how you're
1: allowed to throw the axe. There is a a line you have to start from with your back foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. They basically let them take two steps. As long as your middle foot is still on the ground, you can take two steps. So when we normally throw from about four and a half metres, they're throwing from two metres away. They're not even throwing the axe. They're, they're doing this little wrist flick it's what not- is that exactly I'll show you the video I'll put actually check out our Facebook page 365 days but I'll put the video on there and I'll show you what I'm talking about I'll compare the Don't two videos. Don't to watch that. It's crap. It's rubbish. The guy, the blokes up there, are throwing from two meters away, and they're hitting bullseyes ninety-five percent of the time. It's rubbish. It's pointless. It's a pointless sport. That sucks.
2: Yeah, oh, I'm not happy.
1: Thanks to Jack Link's Beef your best beef jerky on the planet, and Mercedes Sportswear, the best sportswear in Australia. Great quality, unbelievable value, and they will even sponsor your sports club. They will cater for any team sports on earth. I've got to say, it, apart from Max showing, I've lost it, Rob. I've lost it now. I'm not happy either. This has been episode 133 of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, 365 days
2: of sport. We'll see you next week. Hey there, Beefy. Hey, Rob. Do you have nothing to do all the time? <laughs> yes, I've got nothing to do all the time, Rob. Well, guess what? I've found something that you can do with your nothing time. (laughs) What's that, Rob? Listen to a great podcast called 365 Days of Sport. Right. It stars you and me. Oh, wow. So, other people can listen to it besides the people who are on it. Yeah. If you want.
0: Get it
1: wherever you get your podcast from. We're on Spotify too. 365 Days of Sport. It's the podcast you never knew you wanted to listen to.